This is Top Shop Podcast. Shop Podcast. Top Shop Podcast. A show way beyond the story. Get ready to accelerate your knowledge and stay ahead of the competition. Podcast for Automotive Service Business Owners by Paul Donahue. Hey, uh, Paul Donahue with Top Shop Podcast. I got a real special guest today, Jeff Cox. Jeff Cox has been the uh, president and the COO, COO of AMRA, the uh, Automotive Maintenance uh, and Repair Association, and also MAP, which is motorist.org. Uh, Jeff's been the uh, COO and the president for the last seven years. I'll let uh, uh, Jeff, he can explain it much better than I am. I personally, my company is a member of AMRA. Uh, Automotive Maintenance and Repair Association, and um, uh, and your your shop should also because every time you have a badge on your website that says that you belong to a professional organization, that helps them still trust in the consumer, and that little edge uh, can uh, when they go to your website can get them to uh, uh, you know book your service at your shop instead of a competitor's shop. So we go over that when we talk to our uh, um, clients about their websites. And how imperative it is that that website establishes trust immediately as soon as the as that web page loads. And belonging to great organizations that help the automotive industry as well as help your website to ensure trust in the consumer is is uh, uh, Amra is a great way to do that. So without further ado, let me introduce uh, Jeff Cox. Jeff, tell me about Amra. Yeah, and you know, thanks, thanks, Paul, for uh, letting us be on your your podcast. We're we're always really excited. Uh, you know, to find ways to connect with, you know, shops that really want to do the right thing uh, for consumers. So I really appreciate the, the, the opportunity to speak today, but, you know, AMRA, the Automotive Maintenance Repair Association, it's been around since uh, 1992. Uh, and, you know, in the early nineties, there was not a lot of trust going on between repair shops and consumers. Uh, and there was, you know, a lot of TV programs were, were running stings and things like that, where they were taking, cars into uh, uh, into repair shops and uh, and viewing it on 2020 and Dateline and, and and we got a lot of bad publicity and you know I think today we still feel that uh, when when you know consumers take their cars into repair shops and they have some doubt about what what's being recommended to them and that's what we're here really here to try and fix and so since 1992 we have been uh, We've been establishing standards for recommending parts and services to consumers. Uh, we take every part on a car, whether that be a, a windshield wiper, a tire, or, or a sophisticated ADAS LiDAR sensor, and we document every reason why that part would fail. And then this database is used by, by shops and service providers uh, when they look up um, why, you know, why that part would fail. So they're doing that inspection, and they get to that ball joint. Um, and and they see that it's torn, then they look it up, and yes, torn is a legitimate reason to recommend a ball joint to consumers, and uh, and and that way, when they make that recommendation, uh, they know that it's legitimate. And consumers, when they see that seal on that on the door that the, this is a map shop, they know that everything being recommended to them uh, is only being recommended to them for for good reason. So that's kind of the long way of, of how shops use it. Now, with digital vehicle inspections, it's all done right in the inspection form, and it's so easy uh, to do. So uh, we've got about 22,000 shops on our program uh, today, and so we're really proud of that number. Although uh, in an industry that has over 200,000 shops within it, we have a long way to go. And so 
um, you know, having opportunities to speak about it like like this podcast certainly helps us uh, get this reach out uh, to, to to maybe folks that uh, are unaware of our organization. Great, awesome. So, um, uh, how do shops integrate? Because I know, obviously, I know what Map is. I know what Amr is. How does the consumer like? If I come into a shop, how can I quickly be sold by the shop owner or the person behind the counter that they're doing business? How can we utilize Map? to help, you know, real quick, because you don't have time for sales pitches, but, you know, just real quick when the consumer comes in, hey, by the way, you may not know we're, we're, we're a map approved shop and, and this is what we do that's different. Can you, how do, how does the shop owner really integrate this in it so they can actually see a, 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 an increase in their revenues, their bottom line uh, from utilizing the program? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, so right off the bat, one of the things that we like to do is, uh, just on the imaging for the shop, uh, we like to put a decal out front that says uh, map participating facility. So that's the first thing. So consumers see, they may not know what this means, right? right. Uh, when they're walking in, but they know that, hey, map participating shop, and it says trust comes standard on it. All right, well, I don't know what that means, but I like that word trust. So so that's a good start. So now that they, they come in and uh, the, the service writer can just simply say, uh, you know, hey, we we follow all of map guidelines uh, and, and we will only recommend parts and services to you that follow this industry-wide uh, set of standards. And I think that's all they really need to say. Then we integrate into your inspection form. So uh, even if you've never heard of us before, I bet that you're probably aware of the green, the yellow, and the red format on an inspection form. All the things marked in green, hey, those parts are good. All of the things marked in yellow, hey, that's a suggestion for, for replacement. Maybe it's something to think about in the near future. If it's in the red column, well, that is uh, needs immediate attention or what we call required. So that's 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 a, a, a simple way and an, and, and an important way for all of the shops to integrate the MAP program. Those are very simple things. From there, uh, a shop will want to get access to the data, and uh, they can do that through a couple of ways. The, one simple, easy way is uh, you, we can have a link uh, on your desktop uh, at the service writer's counter, and uh, you can click on it. It'll log you in, and you can you can use uh, the website, and it works just like Google. You can put, you can punch in any part in there, and it'll tell you all of the reasons why that part would fail. Or, like I mentioned, we can integrate into your um, DVI. We don't sell DVI. Uh, we integrate into, into, into your DVI. Uh, we know that a lot of shops choose a digital vehicle inspection um, for various reasons. And a lot of them are is outside the inspection itself. It's how well does it integrate into your CRM? How well does it integrate into your point of sale system? So we, we let you choose the, the inspection um, company that you want to use that best fits how you want to drive your business. And then we simply give them a set of code. Uh, they integrate it into the DVI. And now all of the map stuff uh, is integrated. So on that inspection form, instead of having to go look up ball joint when you get to that on the inspection, uh, when you touch ball joint on your on your uh, tablet, uh, all of the reasons will come up that it would fail. So it's maybe it's worn, maybe it's loose, maybe it's broken. You 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 select the one that you see during the inspection, and it automatically fill, uh, puts it in the right column of green, yellow, red. Automatically uh, informs that it's suggested or required, and gives the reason code for it. So we take all of the 
um, sub subjection out of uh, the inspection, make it very objective, make it all science-based. And, uh, and now, uh, you know, you can transfer that over to, to the work order. Uh, and and uh, we even give language for the service writers to use to, to, to better explain why these parts and services are on the recommendation form. Yes, I believe what you're discussing is, uh, uh, I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but it's, uh, they turn the tide because there's this big, I bring my car in for an oil change and then I'm told, oh, you've got $2,500 worth of repair work that needs to be done. And I think that you're just trying to stick me, right? So they have a way of, they turn it around to where they, they actually notify the, the customer ahead of time. Hey, you know, you're, I know your oil change based on the amount of uh, miles he drives about coming up. And by the way, we also noticed that you, the, the tires may need to be aligned, but we can check it when you get here, that kind of thing. So it takes that off of the consumer, but that software is pretty expensive. So uh, so this is the same type of um, uh, uh, end result that, you're, that you provide for shops, but you're a nonprofit organization. <laughs> Although the money that goes into, uh, from the membership and everything goes back into collecting the data, uh, getting the word out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, tell us about your current membership and, and how that works. And, and, and am I correct? You're, you're, what you're doing is you're taking it off of the shop owner and you're providing a third parties. Uh, here, look, this is what our MAP program says that you would need to get replaced and soon and why. So it takes it off of the shop owner and puts it onto here. Here's this third-party software that's giving us this information. Do what you want with it. Is that kind of you're, my... you're, you're exactly right, Paul. Okay. Uh, you, you know, it's it, it, having a it, having an industry-wide set of standards. It does. It takes the burden off of the technician. It takes the burden off the shop. And if if you were ever as a shop, if you were ever to be in a situation where uh, there was a car that was from your your local news or anything like that come through, it puts a layer um, and, and you can say, hey, we only recommend parts and services uh, based on an industry-wide standard. And, and it puts protection on you as uh, as a shop owner. So um, it's it, just like anything, you know, whether it's the UL label for electronic items, you know, having industry-wide standards, uh, it benefits the entire industry. And so um, that, that's what we provide. And, and, and you're right, we're, we're a non-for-profit um, we, we don't, uh, we, we don't, uh, no, nobody's getting rich, uh, off of this, this organization. Um, but we, we're all here to do it sure. for the right, right, for the right reasons. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, for, for, for shops, uh, you would be surprised on, uh, on how, uh, how little it costs and, and just to create full transparency on that. You know, if you're, if you're a, sh if you're a shop owner with less than 10 shops, um, it, it's $199 a year to join. Um, and, and so that Maybe is just, good dinner. yeah, you know, it, it's, it's peanuts uh, for, for what you get. And, 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 and the, the, using the standards is really just the, the, the tip of the iceberg for all of the things that, that we do. Um, but yeah, it, it's, and the reason why we made it so inexpensive is because we, we want more shops. We want a, a shop of any size, uh, you know, any revenue base to be able to join. Um, and, and that's how we're going to combat this. If we, the more, the more shops we have on our program, uh, the, the, the more, the more uh, opportunities consumers have to be in a trusted shop. So th that's, that's the reason for it. Um, you know, our membership currently, 
Uh, like I mentioned, we've got about 22,000 um, uh, shops on it. Uh, we have all of the major service providers as well. Um, they were the they were kind of the first ones to join. Um, you know, after those times in the 90s, uh, in addition to all of the regulatory pressure that the industry felt, we also had an issue with uh, uh, um, class action lawsuit firms. And so those class action lawsuit firms, they were going after every large organizations because, you know, they had the, uh, the, the deepest pockets. Uh, and so it was really important for them to uh, to join and and, um, and align with these standards uh, to to try to combat those uh, um, class action lawsuit firms. But but, you know, since then, we've been able to bring in thousands and thousands and thousands of independent shops and, and um, bringing in the smaller and, and regional um groups are it's important to us and so we are constantly trying to find ways to better support independent shops uh create value for them uh you know create content and and articles and things like that 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 they may not be able to uh, develop themselves and and our partnership with advanced digital automotive has been really helpful in creating uh content that we use in our website that we can share with you and and uh, it's just been it's been a, a really good path for us uh, because, you know, we know in those uh, smaller shops that especially the shop owners that they wear so many hats. They sometimes they're part time technicians, sometimes they're, you know, part time store manager and they have all of these roles and, and thinking about um, creating things to help consumers understand service is not top of mind. And so we, that's where we come in and we can help do some of that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Um... So the current membership is only one ninety nine a year, and that's for AMRA, right? AMRA.org? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. And that's all you have to do is if, if you go to uh, AMRA.org, uh, you can you you can go right onto the membership tab, and, and you can fill it all right, right, right there and, yep. uh, and join. So we, we, we try to make it very simple. You know, it, it, everybody's busy. Uh, so how do shops integrate MAP into their, in their shops? How do they integrate it? Did you already go over that? or? Yeah, well, we got okay. we covered that. Okay. Yep. How to shops integrate in that, and then uh, the DVI uh, integrate into others. You've already went over that, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, and why shops should utilize the program? That's pretty much there. Um, hey Jeff, how do you? Uh, this is always a good question. I like to ask. How do you maintain your standards to ensure that they're current and they're accurate? Yeah, that that is a uh, what that's a very difficult task for, for us, and and something that takes a tremendous amount of effort. Uh, you know, today's vehicles, they are changing um, so rapidly uh, with, with safety systems and, and uh, you know, especially with the EV vehicles coming and, and uh, coming quickly. Uh, we, we are constantly looking at uh, looking at the standards and the, and the way that we do that is we engage with uh, with the engineers who develop the parts Uh service providers staff you know we may be very technical but but we we didn't engineer the parts and we we probably should not come up with all of the reasons why that part could fail so we often uh create committees and and we bring on engineers from companies like um federal mogul or smp or interstate batteries you know the the people who make the parts that we install and we bring their engineers in and we talk and and they come and they may do a presentation uh, and we, we take a deep dive into, hey, what's changed with batteries? You know, with uh, when, when lithium ion batteries become more normal, um, what kind of standards do we need to uh, adjust? Uh, are there new ones that we don't have? Uh, 
with these all of these new different sensors for the ADAS safety systems. You know, we're looking at all of those independently and bringing the folks that that make those parts, and uh, and and we are we we adjust them every uh, every year. So we've got about uh, six thousand uh, components and standards that that we have to update every year. And, and we, we do that through committees and certainly our memberships, uh, folks that want to get involved in that, uh, uh, can, can do that. And, and we do that through some conference calls. We do that through some in-person meetings if, if need be, but, uh, we, we try to lessen the burden on everybody, but it, it's something that's important. And, and once we make that change to the standards, it immediately goes up, it goes live. And whether you're on the DVI or whether you're just accessing, accessing it through the link, um, the next time you log in, you will see those. Uh, the new standards will be um, will will be seen. So, uh, if it's a major change in something that we're doing, which doesn't happen all that often, then there's a communication that goes out, uh, and uh, and then everybody can see it before it goes live. And a good example of that was we uh, we recently added um, pH to to brake fluid as a way to recommend uh, brake fluid to consumers as a pH out of out of specification. Uh, and, uh, so when we made that change, uh, a communication went out to everybody just, just so they know, uh, that this is, this is coming. And then, uh, then they could either, uh, use pH, uh, test strips to, to test brake fluid or copper, uh, like they have been. So, um, any of those kind of big changes, we always try to communicate that in, uh, in our, in our newsletters or in emails. Yeah. Speaking of communication, uh, tell me about, cause I've been to one of my, I went to your, one of your conferences down in Tampa. Uh, so, uh, tell me about the conferences. Uh, how often are those once a year, twice a year? I forgot. Yeah, Paul, we, three times a year, three you know, we, we, yeah, we, I've already missed, I've already missed a couple. I've been, busy. Oh, you miss and you miss some good ones. Uh, yeah. we, uh, uh, we, we, yeah, we host these, uh, we call them the, the map technical conferences. Uh, map they are, yeah. they are three times a year and, uh, we just had one in Detroit, um, a couple of weeks ago at the M1 concourse there in Pontiac, uh, outside of Detroit. And, and uh, in those meetings, we cover a variety of, of topics, um, some of them very technical. Paul probably was falling asleep during some of those really technical presentations. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're a necessity for us to, to get through. And what we try to do with those is we're trying to help service providers prepare for tomorrow's service and um, and help them think about you know, what kind of tool and equipment do we need to, to think about purchasing in the next couple of years? Uh, what kind of training do we think we need to add for our, for our technicians within a couple of years? Um, on the non-technical side, we may look at, hey, what's changing in consumer buying behaviors? You know, how did COVID affect the way that people, um, you know, people want to interact with, with getting their car repaired? Uh, just a lot of those things. Uh, technician shortage, you know, we are, um, we are not at the center of the technician shortage, but but we certainly understand that everybody is feeling the the pain of of trying to uh, staff up their stores, and so we feel like we have to be involved. And so we are we we bring in experts on uh, you know whether it's where to find good technicians, how to keep good technicians, um, best practices on uh, anything from um, pay scales to uh, 
tool programs and things like that, just just to give all of the service providers an, uh, an options and, and figure out, hey, what's going to work for my organization? What's going to work for this shop? And and so on and so forth. So so they all uh, all of the topics. The one thing they do have in common is it's how do we help shops with their with with today's challenges and and that's the common thread some technical some non-technical but they always align to um, shop needs yeah i want to clear up uh something for a lot of our listeners uh if you go to amra.org and take a look at the website um you know jeff his organization uh that he runs is really you know for the shop owner um I guess what we specialize in shop owners that are doing a million to 10 million in, in annual revenue, gross revenues, that's, that's kind of our target market. So, um, but uh, Jeff, I'm watching on my other computer over here, I'm watching Valvoline, Firestone. We, we, tell me who some of the members of AMRA are. I think our, our I think the shop owners listening, um, is it float your boat here? Cause you've got some of the biggest, com- you got some of the biggest companies in the automotive industry that have been members of AMRA for a long time. So, um, yeah. you know, you're for the small shop owner and these big corporations know that, but they still belong. So tell us who some of the members are of AMRA. Yeah. So, you know, to highlight, uh, to highlight the non-service provider side, we'll start there. Um, you're going to recognize a lot of the brands and people that 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 are members. So there are big companies like Valvoline and Shell um, that that are members. All of your parts suppliers, so your your Napa, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, um, you know they're 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 members. Your big your big tool and equipment companies like Bosch, Hunter Engineering, Coates, um, you know all of those are all members too. We've got uh, data companies like JD Power. Uh, we have uh, digital inspection companies, uh, you know, like ShopMonkey and Bolt-On Technologies. Uh, so, so we have we. It really is a who's who. If, if you uh, uh, drive, which is the old federal mogul, so if you're buying Monroe uh, shocks, we, we you know we we have them. Uh, the Garage Gurus, which is their training arm. Uh, our, our members. So, so we really, you know, if you look around your shop uh, and you look at whether it's parts or equipment, whoever you're dealing with, th- those folks are members, and and they're really important members because those are the those are the ones that are helping us update the standards. So, so they play a, they play a really critical role. And then, yeah, you know, companies like Firestone, uh, both on the tire side, giving us tire information. Uh, and also all of the Firestone Complete Auto Care locations and uh, the TBC locations like Midas and Big O and um, Tires Plus, Tires Plus, yeah, uh, down in Florida, you know, is is a yep. big one in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a really really powerful, yeah. So so um, and that, those really how we got to that twenty two thousand locations. So uh, and there's more to come. I mean, it is. It has just been uh, really great this this last you know 18, 24 months of of just bringing on more and more members as as many organizations are just trying to find ways to better connect with their customers. Yeah, well, as a standard procedure for all of our uh, clients in the automotive industry, we're going to um, you know highly uh, recommend that they become a MAP members uh, automatically. So as part of our digital marketing growth programs. We need to have trust on the homepage. So we want their Google reviews. We want their whatever reviews on the homepage. But we also want those trust badges, you know, uh, whether it's a Chamber of Commerce member or Better Business Bureau or 
or whatever organization that they belong to, uh, an industry association. And then you're, you're the main association that we want to uh, provide. So and I just wanted to mention that to all to the shop owners. You know, we got these really, really big corporations that have belonged to AMRA for a long time, and they put their input into AMRA, and that gets passed down to the guys that are running the, the small, you know, million-dollar-a-year shops, you know, um, uh, that are just really working on growing their companies into that three to five million a range, which is the, you know, small business, you know, uh, uh, range is at three to five million. So um, uh, uh, do you offer education or training to your members? You know, we, we do. Um, and, and we have uh, some, some training. I mean, besides the, you know, the, besides the conferences three times yep. a year. Yeah. You know, so we, we offer training and education. Uh, we, we are not a training and education company, but, but with everything that uh, comes out, there's always training and education that comes along with it. Uh, Third-party information. Uh, it's really, really important. If it's not you saying, I've been in sales a long time, it's it's always better if a third party says it, not you. So that's the, like when a website loads, you want it to have, be a current modern looking website. So it's a sub, subconsciously the consumer assumes the same about your shop. But you also want those that uh, that social proof there, uh, Google reviews and other reviews from, and then trust badges because that subconsciously says, hey, other people have trusted the shop and they've left good reviews. I can too. That's what it says subconsciously. So that's the great part, I believe, about AMRA is the shop owner is able to say, hey, here's this third party program software. It's a nonprofit organization that we use. And this is explains why this part should be replaced. So it really takes the um, it takes it off the shop owner and puts it onto this third party. Am I correct? Yeah. And, you know, obviously we're not the first ones to do this. We, we Consumers do this all the time, whether it's using the Better Business Bureau, uh, consumer reports, uh, you know, all of these, you know, different kind of validation companies uh, and consumers use it and they trust those third party, um, you know, validations. And so it's a, it's a great way to, to, uh, um, to improve trust with your customers. Awesome. Now you mentioned something earlier and I wanted to touch on that again. You mentioned the batteries as so automobile, the industry is changing radically. So, you know, today's vehicles are a lot more complex. Um, you know, so, um, you know, how do you help consumers understand the complexities of the services? Because, you know, uh, we're moving towards, you know, electric vehicles uh, pretty rapidly. So this is a complete shift in the automotive repair industry. Yeah, you know, um, that that's a, a, it's a great topic and one we're spending a lot of time on. Um, and, you know, we educate those consumers through a uh, lot of video. Um, so and this is this is something that's that's great uh, because we have these large companies that have these. Uh, you know, the animation departments and all of these things that they can create these animations about the, this emerging technology, they let us use it. They let us use it on our website. And you as a, as a shop owner uh, can, can send your customers and do this same thing. But we, we try to do it in, in simple ways. And so uh, we, we do it through whether it be sharing um, technical service bulletins. Um, we do it through uh, small video clips and things like that that explain things to consumers. Uh, we do it through articles that we write. So there's there's just different media's that that we try to use to 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 explain some of this emerging technology, uh, it, but but uh, it's a uh, it's it's challenging because it's changing uh, changing every day. Okay, so uh, uh, where can people go to learn more? I think I've already mentioned the the website. Uh, it's amra.org. 
Yeah, if you if you want to learn more about uh, the membership piece of it, uh, amra.org, that is our membership site. So you can go on there and uh, that's where you could fill out, you know, the application to join. Once you join, that will be the place where you go to to. Um, you know, to see everything that we have, all of the the training material, um, all of the regulatory. We didn't really touch on this, but but we track every piece of automotive legislation and regulation in the country. And so, if you want to know what the tire disposal regulations are in your state, uh, we have them. And so, you can go on Amer.org to find all of that information, uh, uh, all events that are coming up, all that stuff is there. But then we also have Motorist.org, and Motorist.org that's our consumer facing. That's our that's our map. Um, consumer facing website. And that's where you can, uh, and that's all open. You don't have to log in or anything there. So you can see some of those videos that we have that's consumer facing some of the education pieces. And so um, if you have an interest in, in, in that kind of stuff, that's where you would go to find, uh, to find that out. And all this uh, incredible, incredible amount of information uh, is all uh, at $199 a month a year. That's right. You know, yeah, we, we, we don't, it's $199. Per year. Per yeah. Year. Yeah. Okay. Per year. Um, there's no uh, bronze, uh, gold, right. silver <laughs> levels with, with membership. You, you uh, at $199 a year, you get the same access as uh, as those very large companies that are and paying big o or the that are paying, you know, um, more than that. So. Uh, so, yeah. So it's a great way to take advantage of of the work that those great companies do, um, you get access to, to, to some really cool stuff. Okay, all right. Jeff, I can't uh, thank you enough for your time. It's been an honor to have uh, somebody, uh, you know, um, uh, in your position as, uh, as a guest on my uh, Little But Growing Top Shop podcast. So uh, um, I really appreciate your time and effort. And um, everybody, uh, amra.org, go there, sign up. Uh, and then uh, notify your website company that you want that trust badge that I'm an a- AMRA member uh, put on the on your website. $199 a year. Can't go wrong. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for the opportunity. For additional automotive resources and exclusive content, follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch all our episodes. Thanks again for joining us in the driver's seat, and we'll see you next time for another thrilling episode of Top Shop.